Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes came to the rescue of Booty Bay as it came under attack from the Gurubashi Trolls. Butch, Ari, and Falkus and their allies won the day, but not without some unfortunate casualties. Now, we find them on the docks trying to figure out what they should do next. Let's check in with them now as we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. All right, so uh, leading up to the last time we played, you guys made good on your escape from Zulgarub. You returned to Booty Bay to meet with Wellath's team. You got a very well-needed night's rest. Butch was visited by a disembodied voice in the night that was like taunting him a little bit and was like, hey, how come the pirates are messing with my city? I'm coming after you. And... Uh, Let's see what else happened. Ari had some words with Wellath about his history with Falcus. Falcus spent his time uh, shopping at the local engineering supplier, picking up a couple of little interesting things here and there. Uh, and then you guys slept it off. The following morning, you discovered that there was some like weird shipping issues that were preventing food from getting to Booty Bay from their supplier in Pandaria. But that issue was put on the back burner when a bunch of groups of trolls all of a sudden attacked the city first thing in the morning. There was a fight of some kind in the tunnel, like the foot traffic tunnel that leads in and out of the city. And there were a series of bat riders that dropped off trolls like down by the docks and in the like main city proper that wasted no time at all just ripping into the local guards and what few civilians, you know, were left in the city. You guys met the fight down on the docks very directly in the case of Butch, who like wrangled a griffin and flew across the bay and dropped down uh, into the middle of the fight. I didn't drop down into the middle of the fight. I dropped down into the middle of the bay. Right. You landed in the water, climbed up onto the dock, ran toward several trolls who were attacking and turned and, and like your backup is on foot hurrying along and are going to be here in a couple rounds like you were the, the you were the, the the lone defender on the docks trying to prevent these boats from getting swamped and actually you kind of succeeded um one of them got pretty murked but the others uh like the sails are ripped up and all this but generally speaking are kind of fine one of the trolls present was this really massive troll with four arms uh, who you know from your briefing with Iwari, the blood hunter, uh, is one of Jindo's like top people. You guys downed him with the help of, you know, Wellath and his party. And let's see, Butch looted this like golden bangle that he was wearing around one wrist. Uh, while all this was happening, Falkus 
used the transformation property from the cloak of the bat to turn into a bat, fly all the way across the bay in pursuit of a spellcaster that had been flying just outside of the range of the majority of the fighting. The you you were like sniping at him. He was blocking with magic, but it was clear that he was getting kind of worn out from all this and tried to get away, uh, beached on the shoreline just on the other side of the mountain range that sort of protects Booty Bay. You landed there and man, the like it was close. You came really, really close to apprehending him. Uh, he did vanish in a magical invisibility and was able to escape. But that was perhaps a lot closer than I let on because you were, you almost, you, I'm not kidding, you almost had him. So we return to the game now. Uh, Ari, Butch, and Falcus are down at the docks with Wellath, Drac, and Trag. Um, as well as a number of other Booty Bay guards who are standing over the bodies of a couple of fallen trolls, sort of a lot of fallen Booty Bay bruisers and such. And then, you know, you guys saw as you were coming back together again as a group that, uh, first of all, any trolls that had not fallen made their escape on foot through the tunnel. When Falcus was on his way back into town through the tunnel, had to walk past First of all, all these guys who were like rushing out of the town, but also the bodies of a whole bunch of fallen Booty Bay guards, a couple of troll warriors, mostly Booty Bay dudes. And you did notice that most of the goblin bodies seemed uninjured, just fell over dead. Like it's not like an explosion went off and they were burned or if they had been like poked full of holes or anything, they were just bodies laying there. And then the very last thing that happened before we ended the game last session is that you guys all saw as all of the dead bodies gave off a very familiar red energy that whooshed slightly and then flew off toward the north out of line of sight past the mountains. As it stands now, like I said, everyone's on the docks. Combat has ended. Rages can subside. Everybody can take a breath. What would you like to do? Well, first of all, I'm going to give myself a, a shake, you know, kind of like a dog would, um, to uh, get all that uh, water off me. Um, I'm going to be coming, kind of jogging up because I came from the tunnels. Like, is everybody all right? Is everybody, everybody okay? Let's, you know, kind of look for look for Ari, look for Butch, um, look for Wellath and and his crew as well too, and seeing that if everybody's all right and hanging in there. And and as that's happening, I'm sure I'm watching the blood mist flow away. I'm like, and I'm just gonna sigh. It's like looks like he got that altar back up and running again. So you, the first thing you said is that you take a look around at your, you know, at your compatriots. Bush, excuse me, Butch is a little bit injured, uh, but in general doing okay. Uh, Drac is looking kind of rough. Nothing that a, you know, a little bit of a rest wouldn't cure. But um, everybody else seems like they're in good shape. Yeah, I'm a little worse for wear, but ain't nothing I can't handle. I'm, I'm most I'm mostly okay, but a little a few cuts and scrapes along the way. But I I probably shouldn't have r- ran up on that guy by myself. I I think I I need to learn that lesson that we're we're all stronger together. Did, did that forearm troll fly? Yes. 
As a matter of fact, I was standing right here. I, I so we we were fighting, and uh, I thought I was a goner, but there were I could tell y'all were behind me and around me. Um, someone healed me. Some someone gave me you know a, a, a little more oomph. Someone else. You know, you know, shot something and stunned somebody, and someone else, you know, caused some damage or something. Like I could feel all all around me. So um, thank you. And I, I, I look around to like um, Drac and Willoff and Willath and Falcus and all that, and uh, obviously Ari. So, uh, but I was. You know, we were all doing real good work on this uh, big troll monster guy. And uh, he, d- the guy was about to d- drop dead, I thought. But he was still alive. And he all of a sudden kind of lifted up off the ground. And, and then like s- floated to the side. And b- but then, then he died and... And now you can see he's at the bottom of the bay there. By the way, I went down and picked up something that, um, and I, I point to my, my arm, okay, uh, that, that is clearly magical. I don't know if this is what made him fly. I don't know what it does. But there's some kind of golden uh, cuff here that we need to fig- figure out what it does. And if it does something good, who it goes to. I don't think you guys saw, but uh, where I was up there on the uh, up in the crow's nest of the um, building there, um, well, you, there was a mage way out in the water who was also flying. I think he had something to do with that forearm troll. Um, I was focusing in on him, and I chased him down, and I, I just couldn't catch him. He got away. He went invisible and disappeared off into the jungle. Oh, wait a minute. You couldn't catch an invisible mage? I can't believe it. Butch, can I? Can I tried. I bracelet? Sure, sure, sure. Now, now this bracelet was originally on that 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 big old guy. Now I'm I'm a big old guy too, but he's a way big old guy. And I I take it off my arm and I said, I I bet if you were to put it on your teeny tiny little arm, it'd fit you just fine. And I give I'm it to Ari. Take it and I'm gonna sit with it for eleven minutes to identify it. So you're just gonna walk away for while we're having this conversation? I'm gonna just sit down right in the middle of it and just kind of like listen while I'm focusing on it. I'm gonna start to dive into like what? I thought the trolls left Booty Bay alone. Why would they focus on you guys right now? I didn't think Booty Bay had anything to do with the trolls that they would have left you guys alone. What happened? Uh, You guys, who are you addressing? Yeah. Oh, I guess they're not. No, there's no. Uh, would have left these guys alone. I'm pointing like to the rest of the. I can see the bruisers and and yeah. the trolls and the people who are normally here in Booty Bay. Okay, so yeah, you guys, the the two, the horde party and the alliance party are hanging out on the docks, a solid fifty feet away, probably seventy feet away. There are a number of bruisers and loose cannons who are like in closer to the city. They're outside of the range of your conversation, but you can gesture to them. Do. You- have the trolls ever done this before? Just downright came out and and uh, attacked. Do, do y'all do y'all know? And I'm looking at Wellath and 
Well, at this doesn't seem right to me. Uh, no, not not that of my knowledge. Historically speaking, the the uh, Booty Bay goblins and the trolls have not had very much interaction. I actually have no idea why they would have come this far south. Actually, well, if you guys disrupted their ritual and eliminated, you know, all of the power that they had gathered over the city, which was clearly visible from Gomgol, they may just require more sacrifice. So perhaps that's why they came down here. This is the closest, you know, civilization. I mean, did we, did we leave anything in Zulgurub that would have led them down here? I mean, because we left out west. We went to, we went to Gromgol. Hopefully Gromgol's okay, but uh, I don't think we left anything behind that would have indicated Booty Bay or anything like that. Well, I think Gromgol would be able to handle itself. They got enough armaments over there. And they get reinforcements all the time. Um, I'm going to... I kind of want to find whomever is attending to the bodies in the cave. In the the entrance cave. And I kind of want to work with them to try to figure out exactly what was used on them. To knock them all out. To kill them all without physically looking like they were injured. Okay. Well, I, I look down at Ari and um, see her meditating, and she seems fine, so I'm going to walk with Falcus. You said, did we leave anything there? Yeah, did we leave any kind of marks? Did we leave any kind of indication that we were there? Like, do we have any ties back there? Like, is there anything linking us back to there at all? Oh. What, Butch? Butch. Oh no. You know. Oh no, what? <sighs> you know. You, you know how. I assume you felt it too. Um, every now and then in Zolgarub, when they, uh, when you just felt like you could do something extra or do something again. The blood magic? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I- definitely tapped in it a couple times but uh, I didn't want to tap into it much more because who knows what was going to happen well you, I don't I you? can't t- I, I tapped into it a, a bit more than maybe I should have but and I can't say correlation is causation but I will tell you that last night bef- right before I went to sleep I'll tell you, last night, right before I went to sleep, someone was in my head, and it was a troll. And they were talking to me, and I told them to get the heck out of my head. And I, 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 I think that they called me pirate. I mean, look at me. I'm oh like no! And I don't know who it was. I, my assumption in. You know, you know what what assuming does, you know. But I tried calling him Jin Do. He didn't didn't um, answer. It's, it's kind of like that, kind of like that. Whenever you get in our heads, that's how it feels like, Falcus. Whenever you like t- talk to us in our in our minds, I get you. And he he called me pirate, 
and because he probably because I look like one. I'm not saying that's that's what this is. I'm not. I, I, I'm just telling you facts. God, I hate to think a, that we're we're the reason we brought this down on them. Ugh. I think you're using the word "we" generously because that we were person, all there. It could have it could have been any one of us. I think person, I think Ari even tapped into that same blood magic too. I mean, this is. But, on the other hand, too, though... I'm dressed like a pirate because, you know, I like to take clothes off of dead people. I ain't got to make clothes anyway, and I thought I looked spiffy with all this, and... Oh my, oh my gosh. Yeah, but... This was probably going to happen no matter what, anyway, as they exerted their, their presence on this area. And... But know that we are... We're... we're I'm going to say we're still doing the right thing. We still did do the right thing. And we're going to continue to do the right thing and, and turn this around. Like, we are so close. Oh my so close. Though I, I can't help but think that he's got a stupid altar back up and running again. Because otherwise, how else was he able to suck all that blood away? Well, he was using the blood the, magic away. He was using the, the, the crystal. Like, the blood crystal. And I still That's true. think that that crystal is the one that way back in the probably just a week and a half ago or so that <laughs> that uh um we, there were, we, we were killing death knot or something and, and they were asking for he that. was looking for yeah i still think that's the same thing he was asking for and so i think that using that crystal doesn't necessarily need an altar the um altar is what was spreading it all through the forest but the sucking it back in that was from the crystal that's just going straight to jindo yeah i think the altar was actually feeding it into the ziggurat well all right we need we, way, we need to i'm sick to my stomach right now if i'm the one that caused but, this but well oh my god let's 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 help these people we, we've 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 driven them back we've driven them away Let's see what we can do to help recover them before we head back up north to Gromgall. Oh. We need to give them a hand here now. And at that, that's when I'm going to start um, heading towards... I'm sure I'm going to start seeing um, goblins running towards the tunnels. And that's who I'm going to meet up with to try to give them a hand bringing in the bodies from the tunnels. But also, my goal is to kind of understand what magic was used in the tunnel to basically kill them all without leaving any marks on them. Right, I'll... And I'll, I'll go help. All right. You guys are on your way over there. Ari, there's been a couple of different discussions that have happened since you sat down and started to look over this item. Um, your 11 minutes. I take it it's 11 minutes because you're doing this as a ritual so that you're not burning yes. a spell slot. Perfect. Yep. You discover that the this item is actually uh, what is known as an insignia of claws. C-L-A-W-S. It is the flavor text on it as presented in D&D Beyond doesn't quite match what we're doing here. Um, but overall, it is an item that while you're it is it, it does not require attunement. It is an uncommon wondrous item. And while you're wearing it, you have a plus one bonus on all of your attack rolls and damage rolls that you make with any unarmed strike or natural weapon attack. And those attacks are considered to be magical. For the purposes of like overcoming magical resistance. Ooh, Wardenform bracelets. 
Yeah, Erica's right. This would be this would be useful for when you're in worgen form and you're doing your worgen bites and your <gasps> worgen claws. It would. Um, that would. This would be very useful for that. All right. I really thought this was gonna make someone fly, and I was I was I was thinking that um, well, Falcus has something that would fly. A flying panda bear is really dumb. <laughs> I feel like his cloak is what made him fly, but I don't know. You missed it when I said though there was there was a mage out in the middle of the waters who I think he was also flying, who I think may have been the reason behind that guy's flying. Yeah, that that makes sense. Okay, so this so these have to be it says unarmed strike and uh, bonus to the attack roll, the damage rolls you make with unarmed strike, which we almost never use. And natural or natural weapons. weapons. You know, it's almost as if the dungeon master made a, uh, added a magical weapon in this game that was specifically aimed towards someone who changes into a worgen and uses bite and claw attacks uh, on the on the regular. I mean, there's nothing so, stopping any of you from taking whatever the it's, there's, there's, there's like a, a I think it's fighting initiate that gives you a fighting style that lets you use unarmed strikes. I guess technically no. you could do that. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. This is Amanda's loot. <laughs> this is. I mean, uh, Falk, uh, 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 Erica. Do, do you have any problem with that? None at all. I mean, she. She's the one that's gonna. I got enough pretty jewelry. I don't need another bracelet. You are pretty. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, yeah. Um, do you have to be attuned to this? No, nope. does not require attunement. Even better. Yes. Even better. Congratulations! You've you've just uh, one upped your uh, attack power, which is nice. <laughs> So as you come to this conclusion that, you know, this is what this item does and this is how it would be useful, you come to your feet, you're on the docks, the horde party is still in the vicinity. There are bruisers nearby that are repairing, like, you know, getting themselves patched up. You see Butch and Falcus have walked away toward the uh, the tunnel entrance to Booty Bay. Which is where? Uh, you ping it? Uh, from here, it's not on this map. Okay. okay. But if you so were to go... Fine you know, off the map to the east and north, you would arrive there. Okay, cool, cool. So, Falcus and I are walking towards and potentially in the cave. And Ari, are you following or are you staying down here with the the other guys? Did you have anything else that you were looking to do in this space? I mean, she can flirt with Wellath. <laughs> No, I would probably see Butch and Falcus going, and I would probably end up following them too, just not knowing what their intentions are, but just helping. Um, so I'd probably turn to the horde and just let them know, like these three, like, thank you for helping with this. If anything, we've knocked out one of the guys we know who's with Jindo, because they mentioned the forearm troll. So if anything, we've at least hopefully dented his army a little but I don't think we can quite leave yet Booty Bay. I think we need to do a little bit of help here. Yeah, I think you're right. This was one of his top lieutenants as far as the inf- 
information that was provided by the blood hunter that you rescued. We will be at the salty sailor. Um, we need to get we need to get Drock patched up a little bit. We may be uh, taking a, a a brief rest while you are doing what you're doing. We will come find you when we are done, or we'll be up there somewhere. So come find us. All right. And with that, I would catch up to Falcus and Butcher, go up that way and see them. Okay. Falcus and Butch, you guys are having this like really deep conversation about whose fault it is that all this happened. Ari comes running up behind you wearing the wrist thingy. Well, don't that look pretty on you? Looks a lot prettier on you than it did on me. Tell you what. Would you figure out out it did? Yeah. Yeah. So when you fight people with like what's on you, like your fists or for me, like my teeth and my claws, it's going to give it a little extra oomph. So it should be helpful, especially like when you're a raging butch up in there getting that, you know, extra oomph too. It's going to, I think, help a little bit. So, so it, do- it doesn't work with any kind of kind of knives or anything, but it will work with your claws and your teeth? Yep. So if you guys ever start wanting to do the punchy punchies more, um, you know, this can, this can help a little bit. Oh, no, that's, that's too pretty a trinket to go to anyone. It, it, I am staying out of melee as much as possible. Yeah, we, I'm going to do that thing when he says pretty where you, like, shake it in the sunlight so you can see it and, like, ooh, ah. Yeah, I, I I like this on you. It looks good on you. Now, uh, let's let's go see the damage. You guys approach the cave entrance to the tunnel area that sort of winds a little bit between the dock built like houses on top of houses style of of the actual city of Booty Bay, leading away through the rock into the jungle. And in here, there are a couple of trolls, like two or three, uh, lying dead. Um, there's a bunch of bruisers and a bunch of, um, like, the, the guards with the, the, the rifles, the, the loose cannons. You also see that there are a couple of goblins who are starting to, like, you know, get everybody together, kind of, like, line up everybody the way that you do, like, cover with, with blankets and coats and whatnot. There is one goblin who's pretty well-dressed in comparison to the others wearing kind of a raggedy-looking top hat and has, like, a pirate's, like, overcoat on. Not all that different from yours, Butch, but, like, you know, size to fit him. He turns and sees you guys walking up and says, Oh, yeah, you guys. I remember you from from the pirate thing from last week, right? I saw you down on the docks. I appreciate it. Yeah, we wanted to come up here and give you guys a hand. Uh, um, I also kind of want to figure out what happened to these guys in here. We saw that bright light and, and knew it was something magical that happened, but these guys didn't show anything. I was in here earlier, didn't see any marks on their bodies at all. Yeah, Are there no, any the, civilians? No, no, actually, um, not you guys, but the other, the hood party that came by, like after you, you guys left town, they were coming back. Uh, they basically did a really good job of making sure that anybody who didn't have business in town got on a boat and got away. Uh, they were, uh, you know, pretty insistent, actually, that something pretty gnarly was going on. Um, essentially, what we got here, and he turns and he, like, sort of points at a lot of the guards that had been, that were laying there. He says, the best we can tell, some sort of, like, large 
area effect necromancy sort of spell that did a bunch of damage in like a wave as best we can tell because they ain't got no scorch marks they ain't got no stabs they ain't got no nothing like that they ain't been shot uh, best I can figure is you know almost like um, you ever seen like a wizard drop a fireball on somebody almost like that but like not fire just like <sighs> but then a large wave if it's a wave this this went pr pretty far and pretty wide. I'm gonna head towards like the front where the, like the first couple bodies are, sh are are showing up. And um, can I use an Arcana check just to kind of feel like what he's talking about? That if if it is like necromantic energy, if I can at least pinpoint maybe what spell it was. So yes, but for clarity, an Arcana check does not give you the ability to detect magic. Arcana is your knowledge of magic and using it to deduce things about the things that you are able to see around you. Um, you did a medicine check on these uh, on these soldiers already on your way through. You didn't see anything that indicated a specific manner of death. Um, given what you were just told, you start to like put together, okay, well, I studied some magic and I have an understanding of I've seen wizards do things. I've seen, you know, I've seen various different spell castings. Does this sound familiar? That would be what your Arcana check would be answering. Okay. I'll give that a try. Nope, not feeling it right now. Got an eight. That's with a plus six, too. Yeah, you... I mean, it's clear that there was some sort of spellcasting that happened that affected a large area that did damage that didn't leave a physical mark. So that's going to be anything in necromancy. It's going to be perhaps psychic. It's going to be perhaps... What are some of the other you know, forms of damage that would be... It probably was not something that was like an evocation spell because that's going to be explosive or fiery an illusion or a conjuration or something like that wouldn't make sense given what you're seeing uh, you're seeing something in either necromancy or psychic damage as an as a large area effect spell it's just devastating um, I'm gonna start helping uh, other bruisers and whoever else is here to to start hauling some bodies away I, I turn to the guy with the top hat I turn to him and I say how how many you reckon right here? Uh, well, it looks like from what we gather, there were a couple of guards on duty here. They sounded the alarm. More guards came running in. And then when she had a decent pile of them all together is when, you know, the, the, the attack hit. So I'd say probably a dozen, dozen and a half. And they just, and they just fell over? Just... Well, I mean, from what it looks like here. And then after that happened, well, so here, here's what I can tell you. And then he points to another like person who's sort of doing the work. Hey, you, come on over here. Come on over here. Um, after that went off, there was like an actual fight here, which is why we got other trolls and whatnot laying around. Um, what'd you see? And the bruiser who he's addressing goes, well, I, it was... It was, you know, some kind of like female troll had like a big wooden face mask on. They have, I don't know, it was like rough carved and it was kind of like had tusks coming out the front. I've seen them before from, I don't know, it was like this big like wooden mask thing. Uh, as soon as she, like we got 
here to fight the trolls who were coming in, she was leaving. So she didn't stick around. Um, but that's what I saw. And then we fought these guys. And then as things started to turn around, a bunch of them ran away. These ones dropped. A couple more came running through. Well, there's there's a whole lot dead here. And I'm thankful that the, the civilians were out, though. Yeah, well, I don't know what they were doing here, but I got a problem with it. So, yeah, we'll figure we're, we're going to we're going to figure out some sort of countermeasure here right now. How do you all in think fact, you know what? Mm-hmm. What? How do you all think y'all can go up against them? Well, I don't know if Booty Bay by itself can do it, but they can't. We can't only be the only people that they cheesed off. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to hold. This is this is this has got me um, upset in a in in a way I hadn't feel felt in uh, in some years. Uh, but uh, we were on our way to join an army that was heading towards Zulgarub to hit them straight on. And perfect. What's their address? Well, we're heading to uh, Gromgold, which is Horde territory. Fantastic. Okay. Um. In the meantime, let's. Where do you want me to put the bodies? Uh, he would direct. You know, there's some there's some places where you know this is logistically viable. Um, and he's like, he's got that revenge eyes going. Like he's not happy. Um, and as that work wraps up. He comes back out into the city, uh, points to a couple of local bruisers and goes, you, you and you with me. Come on. We're going to go um, get go down and get the fifth, get the seventh and the 14th. And we're all we're all going because I'm 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 angry. Uh, get um, one of the boats ready. Uh, find a captain on our way to. Hey, big guy. Where we where, whereabouts? We're going to Gr- uh, <clears throat> up north to Gromgol. We you were expecting four hours. You, you and you, go get them. Go get the supplies. You, weapons, whatever we got, and then more than that. Like find, like get pots and pans. I don't care. Just get it all on the boat. We're going. And you see, as like basically the majority of the bruisers who are still able-bodied, alive, start carrying crates of things to a boat that pulls up to a dock, and they start loading things. Oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, I wonder if they would have came if this didn't happen at all. Just got more bodies. Still, focus. I can't. It's it's at a price that yes, I understand. I I can't help but blame myself, and I and I'm upset, and uh, I got to shake this off if I'm going to fight. Um, I also need to bandage myself up, I suppose. Um, Let's head back to back to the um, the bar area there. Meet up with uh, Track, Trag, and and Wellath, and uh, recover what we can. And and we gotta get moving. We gotta go fast. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I mean, we're gonna have to try to beat the boat up there, but uh, also um, hit up that lumber mill camp. See if we can't recruit some more more firepower. Well, that is on the way to Zolgarub. Um. 
Okay. Well, heck, one of us could take a griffin over there. Uh, let, let's go talk to... Let's go Let's go find them. You're right. Let, and um, I turn to Ari and uh, uh, I just look at her. And uh, then we start heading towards the tavern. All right. It's easy to make your way back over to the Salty Sailor where you do find uh, that Drac, Trag, and Wellath are partway through a short rest. Um, they would be able to complete that eventually. Um, and I rolled some dice earlier. Uh, so we're going to give Drac a couple of hit points here. That'll be useful. Um, Trag and Wellath are doing okay. Um, when you guys arrive, um, were you looking to converse with them or are you just like grabbing stuff and getting on a bird? What are you, what are you doing here? Well, I have my stuff ready to go. I was going on the Griffin. Um, so, uh, g- gentlemen, Drac, you look like you're feeling better. Uh, that that's that's good. You know, we've got we gave a little help with the bodies. There is a boat going to Booty Bay, full of angry goblins and and bruisers. Uh, they said it's gonna take about four hours to get there. I can't remember how long does the Griffin Rod take. Um, like an hour. I do need a rest. Um, up myself. And uh, does an hour do that? Can yeah, we take a short, short rest. rest yeah, for hour? sure. Okay, and yeah, I think we took a rest on a Griffin before. So I don't know how many Griffins there are. Maybe uh, are there enough for all of us, or sh- should we go on the boat? What do y'all think? Well, yeah, there there are enough for all of us. That's actually the question, though, is if a great deal of the if a great deal of the forces of this town are headed north, where should we be? Does it make more sense that everybody goes all to Gromgol? Does it make more sense if we stay here as the city's defenses? What where would where would it make the most sense, do you think? You've had more experiences with the Gurubashi than we have. We got just as surprised as everyone else does. What? What what would they be defending? What would if they stayed here? All the civilians are gone. I don't I don't think the trolls want anything of monetary value here. What they're after is is blood. Uh, life magic is what they're after and that's what they got. Whatever they could get. I don't think they're going to be back if nobody's here to defend the place. They have no need or want of Booty Bay would be my assumption. Amanda, what were you going to say? I was going to say, what we know about the team we're going up against, we just took out a forearm troll. We've seen what the mage can do and I think we've worn her out a little bit, Falcus. That's all you. And one oh, of the yeah. last things... She doesn't have much spells left. Uh, point of clarification. The character who was described as causing problems in the tunnel was a female troll wearing a large wooden mask. The one that you chased down was a male troll that was not... that does not match that description. Alright, uh, I'll, I'll clarify that. It's like, no, no, no. The, the troll that was in the, the tunnel, I never saw her at all. The no, one the I was mage- dealing with, the one I was dealing with out in the water, he's tapped. Yeah, as mage- much as I possibly could. Oh yeah, he's very well tapped. One of the last things that was described to us was there's a blood hunter 
who kind of has a big pop and that's about it. And I wonder if up in the caves, that was the big pop. I'm sorry, big pop? Oh, there... The, the blood we Hunter, should... Blood Hunter has one big ability and that's about it was how it was described to us. Well, can correct me because I think he was the one that described it to us. No, Willa? the uh, Iwari in Gromgall was the one who laid out oh my, what okay. the... Like the the broad strokes descriptions of Jindo's generals army, yeah. One of the generals was a blood troll or hunter. I can't read my notes. That um, has kind of one big oomphy ability, and that's it. Well, Awari um, was on their own. They traveled to the Eastern Kingdoms on their own. Um, we released them, and I think we left Awari. We left. We escaped with them from Zul Grub, and we left them in Gromgall, last I knew. So Wari was, was released of the vampiric embrace. Well, I guess what my point is, I think we've seen the generals, and I think we've seen their abilities. They're kind of weak right now. We've killed one. One of them, the one that Falcus was going against, is tapped on resources. And we were told another one, a blood troller hunter, because I have bad handwriting, a female, which matches the description has one really big ability. And I think the aftermath up in the what we just took care of and helped with is the aftermath of that big ability. But they're going to get the same chance to rest as we are. That I, I kind of want to... I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm trying to look through my notes to try to figure out who this was that you're that you're leaning on to, because I'm looking... Tajan, Halasu, and Anten, I thought were all males. No, and the, we've taken we've taken care of Anton, but we're pretty sure Anton's resurrected again. No, no. We came back we might have. to Gromgall. We were talking about battle plans, and it was described to us how Jindo does not go alone, and he's recruited people with him, one of which is the the hunter from this party who got mind-controlled, one of which was the forearm troll that was described to us, one was a mage that was described to us. Halasu. And, yep. And one was a female blood hunter who has one ability that's kind of really powerful, really big, but that's about it. Oh, I must have missed that one. Thank you. Am I wrong? Am I Casey, am I wrong? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't read my handwriting, so I really am banking on this. So I think we've just witnessed the generals. We have an inside knowledge with Wellaf, Trog, and Drog about what their man can do. Yeah, I've got my notes here too. Is a giant forearm troll with a bangle on the wrist can inflict multiple attacks into one person. Blood hunter archer, the hemocraft infused shots. That's that's Wellhath's crew. Wellhath's blood hunt. Uh, 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 the female caster that can manipulate the blood in a target to reposition them to her advantage. And Halasu, the vampire priest with all their abilities that we already know about the vampire priest. So yes, you are absolutely right. It was that female caster who can manipulate blood. So probably just suck the blood right out of these guys, more or less, of the life force. So we've seen what they can do. I don't think they're coming back here to answer Wellas' question. The point of all of this is they've done everything they need to here. I don't think they're going to come back to retap. I think they've tapped what they've needed. They've seen what they needed. So my opinion is we regroup and figure out what we do. Because anything like, like Butch just mentioned, if we're resting, they're resting. How close does the uh, flight path from here get to the arena? Goes over it. We could definitely figure out where they're at. Um, what time of day is it? After breakfast, before lunch. 
Flying over the arena might not be bad to see if there's anyone there. Well, all of us? And it, I, I look around, you know, I mean, we've got Wellath, Trag, Drat, Ari, me, Falcus. I'm just I mean, thinking of getting getting uh, uh, an idea of where they're at right now. Because a couple things that could happen. We can, you know, attack Zulgrove from the front end and hopefully, you know, they're all inside there. Or we sneak in from the back door and we basically take over CG and keep them out. <laughs> that was the other thought I had. It was kind of a stupid thought. But, I mean, we've got one to two secret entrances that we can get back into ZG with, um, potentially, with a whole slew of ogres with us as well, too, and basically take ZG from the inside out. I don't know if I want to put those if, ogres in danger. If they're all at the arena, right? <sighs> but I don't know if they're going to be still at the arena or not. I'd like to hear what 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 Trag has to say or what Drac or Wellath has to say. What what do y'all think about leaving this place on un um without any guards? Uh they sit quietly for just a moment thinking about it. Nobody speaks up immediately, and then Drac comes to the conclusion and says Well, if it is true that what they're looking for is blood sacrifice and the town is empty you're right maybe there isn't very much to defend is the question then do we convince Baron Rivelgaz to put not just the warriors on the boat but every person in the city ship everyone away and then head north to finish this or I mean the city is pretty defensible it's less so if they have bat riders which we found out today but it's pretty defensible um, do we make this a stronghold? I think that sending everyone out the way you describe and uh, taking away the reason to come here in the first place makes the most sense to me. Are you talking about putting the wounded and the people that, that, that can't fight on this boat as well? well? There's more than one boat. And leaving Booty Bay completely with no one in it. I don't think they have any reason to take Booty Bay as like a camp. I agree. I think their sole purpose was for blood. So I, I think if we leave this a ghost town, we have some allies of sorts that we've made up north. I mean, the goblins are seeing some negative things because people aren't coming out and shopping. The orgs are seeing some negative things because it's bleeding into their caves. And it sounds like the bruisers here are getting ready for battle. We might have enough to take on Zulgarab, whether we sneaky sneaky in and do it from the inside out or we go knocking on the front door. Well, let's I'm sure we could... Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, I'm sure we could even get, um, if there's a way for us to get a hold of Billy, um, to send some of these these uh, hurt folks on with Billy. Um, I mean, there's that island out that way, the um, the old pirate stronghold that we hit up earlier. Yeah. place is cleared. So that's another good place that they can go and, and hold up at if they need a place of respite to not put them in harm's way by taking them all up to Grom Gold with us. Because no, if Grom Gold becomes the next target again. That's a, that's a good place. We ain't got a way to guarantee that they're going to bump into Billy, but that is a good place for them to, to go. So, now I, I know we, we just heard that the, uh, the the leader, I'm sorry, I forgot his name. Baron Rivelgaz. Thank you. Just send in 
I don't know if he's sending all of his troops, but uh, he's he's sending pots and pans even. So they're about to get on that. That boat's about to leave. If we can get... It's going to take longer than the duration of a short rest to, like, get everybody's equipment together and get all the boat loaded. Like, it's... it. Logistically speaking, you have a few moments. Okay. Let's tell him to, to get all the wounded and those taking care of the wounded and a few guards on another boat and go out there. Maybe they will maybe they will find Billy and, and crew. Um, but either, either way, that is a good place for them to hide out for a while and just it's get out of his way. Desert this place for now. Uh, there ain't nothing. There ain't there ain't nothing to guard. So, um, and as far as a, a battle plan goes, we need to discuss that once we get to Grom Gull. We're going to be flying over the arena. We'll, we'll have the people from, from the boat. We'll be able to talk to the folks who are already in Grom Gull and, oh, Augustus Celestials be on our side. I sure hope those uh, Zeppelins have arrived with reinforcements. And I, I think we got ourselves a plan. All right. Um, if everybody's on board, then what happens over the course of the next few minutes is the group of you, the six of you, uh, go to different places in the town, talk to some different people, some community leaders, some shopkeepers, uh, Baron Rebel Gaz, uh, Fleetmaster Seahorn. All right. The, the plan here is the fighting group is going to get onto a boat and start sailing north toward Gromgall. The not-fighting group is going to get onto a boat and make their way out toward, you know, a place of safety, be it the Plunder Isle. Um, you know, there may be multiple boats. They're taking people in multiple places. There may be a group that heads out to Ratchet or something like that. But one way or the other, the idea here is empty the city. And then as that is happening... You guys are convinced that, okay, everything is going the way we describe. Let's jump a griffin and a, and a wavern and et cetera and start flying north. Is that the battle plan here? Yep. After a quick, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to get enough for a short rest here. Yes, we certainly. can have a short rest at on the griffin as well. Um, now, after y'all max out your HP, I am handing the uh, to y'all, okay, because there's three of us, a chef's treat. And so for the next eight hours, uh, if you eat it now for the next eight hours, you will gain three temporary hit points. So I've rolled my hit dice already uh, in anticipation of a, a rest. And um, so I'm so I'm at full hit points, and I'm going to add three temporary hit points to mine. Is yeah. that all we get from the snack? It's just a temporary hit points? From the yep. snack, yes. I'm also going to hand both okay. of you a um, <laughs> good thing I wrapped this up in banana leaves. This morning, I made battle burgers. I, 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 I woke up real early in the morning, went about, you know, getting some, th this time they're made of fish and some forest vegetables and you know a little cookie helped me out letting me use his ki kitchen and all that now don't eat these yet so when we're ab about when we know we're gonna go 
you want to eat these battle burgers because for one hour and one hour only, you'll get some special stuff on you. So we need to be strategic about about that. But eight hours, you can go ahead and eat these little uh, cookies. Perfect. I've added three temporary hit points. Thank you. Same. All right. So unless there's any further ado, all six of you are going to make your way by flight point north. Is does it make sense for um, one of us, Falcus, to f- fly towards the uh, goblin thing, or should we just like wait on that? I mean, it, it is on the way. But I don't know if there's a direct flight point there, and these beasts are trained to come from Booty Bay to Gromgall. There, they don't have much. We tr- I thought we tried to move them before. No, we. Were- I was I was trying to launch on top of one of them to fly over during the fight, and it was like, nope. Uh, and it was you. You got you fell off of it. Yeah, that you tried me. to hop on one of the on we, the wyverns, and yeah, it threw you. I, I figured that out my the hard way. Okay, so we're just gonna go direct there. Yeah, um, I will take point though. I'll take point wyvern uh, or griffin, whichever we got, um, and using my spy class. Um, try to scout as much as I can, get positions, get locations, get where the bulk of the trolls are. Can I see smoke? Can I see anything else coming from ZG? Like, just trying to get a feel for where their armies are, where their positioning is, what their motivations currently are, that kind of stuff. We're flying over Grom, or over the arena. What is Falcus seeing? With his elf eyes? Falcus, what do your elf eyes see? You snap open your spyglass, you did say, before we took a break. So let's go ahead and get you that perception check. And if you would go ahead, please, and roll that normally. Because with one level of exhaustion, you still do have disadvantage on your checks. I uh, got a little excited. And I put the spyglass up to my eye a little too quick and poked myself in the eye and got a one for a seven fantastic i fantasized that this would be what the role was so you poked yourself in the eye you took a moment to adjust your eye patch put it on the other eye held the spyglass up to the regular non-damaged eye but it's been covered with a patch all morning and it's not used to the bright light and you're having a hard time seeing the specifics you can see the easy stuff You can see that, first of all, the arena does appear to be empty this morning. You can see that there is a hairline red crack, kind of, in the sky above Zulgarub in the same place where when you guys took out the the ritual spot under the Temple of Bethek, There was like a wide gap in the sky where you could look up and see into the Shadowlands and you could see Hakkar and you could see all these things. That's not there. But when you dispelled all that stuff and everything shrunk back together and closed, neither was there a scar. So now when you see that there is a hairline fracture made of bright red colored magical stuff in the sky in that same place... With your passive investigation, I will give you this one for free, you come to the conclusion that, okay, an attack happened on Booty Bay. 
he summoned a whole bunch of, you know, lifeblood power stuff and is trying to reopen what we had closed. Doesn't appear to have been nearly enough juice to get that done. That is what you gather, given the clues that have been laid before you that you can put together, seeing that now that there is this crack. Um, you can also see faint wisps of what might be the next big old blood vortex thing, but it's it's not nearly the huge tornado hurricane that it was. It's like little wisps of swirling magic over Zulgarub, but it's it's fresh and it's weak in comparison to what you had seen. I will impart this to my party members uh, to the flying nearby and let them know that um, looks like we did do some significant interruption to their plans. However, they are working on trying to recover. Um, they're not quite there yet, so we at least have bought some time. Communicating on Griffinback up in the sky. Not super easy to do. Um, you guys can manage it. Um, are there any other... Are there any other messages that you guys are sharing across each other, or are you just waiting and arriving at Booty Bay, or no, excuse me, at Gromgall, having completed your long, your short rest? Arriving at okay. Gromgall. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't have anything else aside from uh, using the opportunity to be airborne sure. to scout. Butch is taking this attack hard, and blames himself for what happened. Good thing he has Ari and Falkus to lean on as they trudge forward toward the hopefully positive conclusion of this chapter of their adventures. They have some allies, but attacking Zul'Gurub will take more than a sharpened axe and a vengeful attitude. We'll have to wait until next time to see how they do when it's time to queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic dnd where you'll find our players social media info and a link to our discord server.